So we just mentioned that today is the feast day of an important saint, a more recent saint in terms of church history. Uh, Maria Gretti was born in 1890 in October. She died on this date. Today is July 6th, right? July 6th, 1902. She was only 11 years old, so one of the youngest ever canonized saints. And her story is quite amazing. She was from a poor family, as many saints have. Um, and they had to give up their farm and work for other farmers. It's kind of like little Faustina coming from a farm where they had not much. Anyway, they had to work for other farmers. So then on top of all this, her father dies, right? So her father died when she was only nine and the family had to share the house with another family just to make ends meet. So she took over the household duties for her mom. Her mom had to go to work. So she basically took over the duties for her mom while the other children worked in the fields. So she kind of took over the motherly duties at the home. So now on July 5th, the day before she died, 1902, Maria was sewing and she was in the house and one of the men's, their young men, Alessandro, and she was sewing one of his shirts, actually. They lived in the same house and was watching her little sister. Well, anyway, Alessandro was working in the barn and knew that she would be alone, except for maybe, I think, the little girl. But he came into the house and he threatened her with a knife that she needed to give in to him. His intention was to physically assault her, to rape her. And he had a knife with him and she would not submit. She protested that what he wanted to do was a mortal sin. And she didn't or couldn't contribute to that because then his soul would be lost. She would not submit. Um, and she warned him that he would go to hell if he did. So she desperately tried to stop him. Here's this little, you know, 11-year-old girl. Uh, he was like 16 at the time, I think. But anyway, he first choked her, uh, but she still insisted that she would rather die than submit to him. And then he unfortunately stabbed her 14 times. Now, this just didn't seem to happen very much in 1902. This was, you know, really um, something. And so uh, they rushed her. She underwent surgery with no anesthesia. Again, reminiscent of little Jacinta from Fatima. She had two crushed ribs and they, they put her without anesthesia as well. Well, anyway, no anesthesia, but her injuries were too bad. The doctors couldn't really help her. So halfway through the surgery, she was awake. Can you imagine? And she was awake and she insisted that they don't give her anesthesia. And so when she woke up, the doctor was so overcome by her courage. This is the doctor now. And he said, Maria, think of me when you get to paradise. What did that sound like? 
the thief, right, next to Jesus. And he said, think of me when you get to paradise. And she looked at him and she said, well, who knows which of us will get there first? And, she, and the doctor said, you will, Maria. And she said, then I will gladly think of you. And here this doctor was so moved that Maria there on the table actually also expressed concern for her mom's welfare. Here she is dying, and she's most concerned on the table about her mom. So anyway, she survived the night. This was January 5th to January 6th. And the next day, she forgave Alessandro. She forgave him and stated that she wanted him to be with her in heaven. This is the guy that knifed her. Um, and she died while looking at a picture of Mary clutching a cross, and she died at exactly 3 p.m., the holy hour that we always keep for the hour of mercy. And she passed. Now, Alessandro stated that he did not complete the act, so she died a physical virgin. And, um, and he was a minor at the time, below 18. So he got 30 years in prison, not life, because you could not get a life sentence if you were a minor. Well, anyway, he went to prison. And a lot of people say it was due to her mother's plea of mercy that they still didn't try him as an adult and sentence him to death. So here it is, the mom of Maria Goretti, who pleads for this man and for mercy upon him. And here's the reason. Now, the church does not condemn the death penalty, surprisingly. A lot of people think that that is true because the church teaches there are some cases where it's needed to protect society. But those cases are few, very few now, if at all, because of maximum security prisons. But her mom's reasoning for not wanting the death penalty is then he won't have time to repent. If you give him the death penalty, he's not going to repent. His soul's lost. But if you don't give him the death penalty, maybe God, in the process of the years, he'll repent. And guess what? It's exactly what happened. So anyway, he remained for three years unrepentant. They would have put him to death. Soul's lost. But after three years of being unrepentant, he was visited by a bishop while he was in jail. So he's visited and he said he had a dream in which Maria had given Alessandro lilies. And soon as she gave him the lilies and into his hand, the bishop had this dream, they burned his hand. Kind of reminds me of the story where I was with the Native Americans and they tried to desecrate the Eucharist and grab the monsters that literally burned their hand. So this bishop told him that and it really affected Alessandro. He was shocked by this. <clears throat> so he has this dream that this precious little Maria gives him the lilies, but it burns, literally burns his hand. And this seemed to be a wake-up. Now, after serving his duty, he was released. He actually went to her mother, 
Asunta, and begged her for forgiveness. Now, that's got to be the hardest thing for a parent. We did a Living Divine Mercy story on an amazing woman. It's about a murder at Franciscan University of all places in Steubenville back in the 90s. And a young man was murdered, two were actually murdered in cold blood. And the mom forgave the murderers, and that was so hard, but she did. And it reminds me of this, because here this murderer goes to the girl's mom who he killed, Maria Goretti, and goes to her mom, Asunta, and says, forgive me. Now, how easy would it be for that parent not to? But she said, if Maria forgave you, then I must as well. Remember, Jesus told St. Faustina, we most remember, resemble him when we forgive. Of all the things we do, of all the things, writing checks to the soup kitchen, volunteering our time, coming to mass, all the things we do, Jesus said we most resemble him when we forgive. Is there someone you're not forgiving? Is there someone you are still resenting? Nobody is worth losing your soul over. Nobody. No matter what they've done, I know, Father, that's easy for you to say, yes, you're right, it is. Because I don't know what you've gone through or what pain you've endured, but nobody, but nobody is worth losing your soul over by harboring unforgiveness. Please, please forgive. So she forgave, and they attended Mass together the next day and received Holy Communion side by side. Amazing. Amazing. What's one of the most incredible stories that we have of any saint? And he basically uh, reportedly prayed to her every day to little Maria Goretti and called her his little saint. Now, he went to her canonization in 1950. This is supposedly the story how it goes. And Alessandro later became a lay brother of the Franciscans, right? And basically, he lived and worked in the monastery for years as a gardener and a receptionist. He died peacefully at age 87 in 1970. One of the most incredible stories we have of all our saints, in my opinion. But never forget this message here of forgiveness. So to finish, she, this Asundra, uh, or Asunta, was the first mother ever to attend the canonization of her child. It's never happened before. And Alessandro was also present. Supposedly there were 500,000 people there at the canonization. Surprisingly, a lot of them, most of them were the youth. They came from around the world. And reports are that when Pope Pius asked them and he shouted, shouted out to the crowd, boy, we really need this today. Young people, he said, pleasure of the eyes of Jesus, 
Are you determined to resist any attack on your chastity with the help of God? And the whole crowd, mostly of young people, half a million, screamed, yes. How amazing. Now, when you look at what ended up happening, all three of this Alessandro's lay brothers claim that little Maria intervened miraculously in their lives. Coming to America, for instance, Angelo, one of his brothers, heard her voice telling him to come to America. And then Alessandro followed, actually. Uh, he was miraculously given a sum of money to pay his way to come to the United States. It's really an incredible story. And so we could go on and on about her, but let's just ask her to help us with any unforgiveness that we might be harboring. You know, she's also not only the patron saint of chastity, but she's the patron saint of rape victims, girls, youth, poverty, purity, and most of all, forgiveness. So let us turn to a great saint, little 11-year-old Maria Goretti, and ask her intercession today to help us, because a lot of the issues in the world today are unforgiveness. And so what a great saint for us to ask for God's gift, because remember, as I keep repeating from the diary again and again, Jesus told St. Faustina, we most resemble him when we forgive. And so of all the great things we can do in virtue, that's the biggie. So let us always remember little Maria Goretti as an inspiration to help us when we're facing times of temptation, but most of all, times of unforgiveness. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.